And welcome back. It's Midday. I'm Tom Hall. By the way, coming up on the show Monday here on Midday, Johns Hopkins University has received public comment on a draft of policies that it's considering to frame the new private police force that they're forming on three of the campuses. I'll speak with the new Hopkins police chief, Dr. Branville Barr, Jr., about what those guiding policies will be. So that's coming up Monday on Midday. And joining me now is Holly Arnold, the administrator and CEO of the Maryland Transit Administration. Administrator Arnold, welcome back. Yeah, good afternoon. Thanks for having me. So uh, light rail service is suspended indefinitely. Tell us what's going on. Yes. Uh, so we announced yesterday that we were suspending light rail services effective today. Uh, we discovered um, kind of two separate issues that were happening on the fleet um, that led to some safety concerns. And so we wanted to ensure the safety for our riders and made the decision to uh, suspend service. That way we could facilitate uh, quicker inspections and repair uh, to return um, the, the service as quickly as possible. So uh, you talked about uh, the potential for a punctured conduit on some of the vehicles. So th- does this problem concern only the cars themselves or does it uh, spread to uh, other parts of the system? So the issues that we've discovered have entirely been related to the vehicles. Um, so you mentioned, yeah, punctured conduit is one of the issues that we're uh, dealing with. Um, and then the other issue is uh, some uh, smoke events that have occurred related to an intercar cable on the on the cars. So does this affect all of the cars? Uh, or, do, I mean, you, did you find an actual puncture in one of the conduits? And, and not as if I know what a conduit is, but, I mean, uh, what what is what is that? And, and is this the kind of thing that every car you looked at uh, had a puncture? Yeah, so let me walk you through it. So um, so first, what the conduit is, is so essentially, uh, you know, we have to get electricity from the, the wires, the catenary wires above the train through the panograph, which is a machinery that attaches to those um, wires down into the traction motors um, that are below the train. And so there is, is conduit, so it's like kind of pipes with wires running through them that go along the side of the train that allow it to do that. Um, and so we had a, a fire event on October 21st um, that resulted uh, in us kind of really taking a look at what was going on and what was the root cause of that issue. Um, so that happened on, on one rail car. We immediately uh, started working with Alstom, our overhaul contractor, um, and conducted a safety risk assessment to determine um, what the next steps would be. Uh, so. Alstom identified uh, and we identified that it was an acceptable level of risk to maintain service, um, but we needed to look at mitigations. And so we inspected the fleet uh, that within five days um, to take a look in, at what they thought was a possible root cause. Um, that didn't turn up any issues on any of the cars other than the one that, that had the initial issue. Um, that said, we still didn't know root cause, so we, we kept diving in. We did some electrical testing, uh, again, not showing any issues. And so at that point, we really thought that this was related just to that particular car. Um, but we worked with Alstom over the month of November to develop a, a visual test. Uh, and then once we started doing the visual test this past weekend, uh, it essentially invalidated the prior testing that was done because we discovered that the issue was more prevalent than we previously thought previously thought. And there's the possibility that exists throughout the entire fleet. Um, so that's really what led to the decision to, to ground the fleet to ensure safety for our riders 
um, while so we could quickly do um, the inspections and repairs on the rest of the fleet. The governor made some remarks uh, just last night and earlier uh, in the week, the Secretary of Transportation for the state talked about big cuts to the transportation department uh, because the, uh, the the gas tax in particular uh, has uh, generated considerably less revenue than uh, you know, officials had projected back in the day. Um, how does that situation affect this situation? If you need to buy new cars or make extensive repairs on the cars you have, uh, is that going to be affected by these cuts to the to the state transportation budget? So this issue isn't related to, to budget cuts. You know, this is a overhaul that was already ongoing and, and it's really related to that. Um, and I also want to be clear, this isn't related to maintenance. This isn't a routine maintenance issue that we, we weren't doing. This is really related to the overhaul of the cars. Um, but regarding overall uh, budget cuts, uh, you know, the, the secretary and the governor have been clear that, that safety is paramount and that if a project needs to be done for safety reasons, it will. And so, you know, this is a good example of that, you know, so we needed to, to act in the interest of safety. And I have the su- full support of the, the secretary to, to do this. Are you um, any, are you any closer to knowing how long you expect uh, this process to take, how long the uh, the service will be suspended? I think we'll have a better sense over the weekend. Uh, you know, the Alstom team and uh, MTA have been working, you know, round the clock, 24 hours to, to start the inspections and repairs. But really, we need to get a better sense over the weekend and get a full picture of kind of where we are before I can give a, a better sense of timeline. Um, that said, again, we do feel the urgency. I understand how difficult this is for our riders, and, and we want to get service back as quickly as we can. And, of course, you are uh, offering free bus service in, in place of the light rail uh, system. Uh, the first day of that was today. Do you have a sense of how that went this morning and uh, and so far during the day? Yes, yeah, so we're running the uh, shuttle bus service to all stops. Um, it basically goes from Camden Yard south, and then if you're going uh, north from Camden Yards north, if you need to go beyond that, you have to do have to transfer at Camden Yards. Uh, we have some express buses as well go- coming in from Cromwell and in from Hot Valley. Um, so I was out this morning at BWI uh, pretty early. Seems to be going pretty well. Um, we had some hiccups with operators, but you know uh, it has really smoothed itself out. Smoothed itself out over the day, and we're going to continue to to focus on that. We will have transit ambassadors out on Sunday as well, helping with the Ravens game for folks who may not have heard or, or may not have experienced this, so that they can be um, have that assistance as well. Are you going to run into any problems with? Uh, availability of materials to make repairs, supply chain issues, that sort of thing? That is uh, a potential. That said, right now, Alstom has all the materials that they need on site, and we're continuing to monitor that daily to ensure that that continues to be uh, the case. Holly Arnold is the administrator and CEO of the Maryland Transit Administration. Thanks so much for your time. I appreciate the update, and we'll stay in touch. Thank you. appreciate it. And coming up, some radio theater. Vincent Lanchisi, the artistic director of the Everyman Theater, joins me here in Studio A, along with three members of the cast of Dial M for Murder. That's the Everyman show that opens tonight. So we'll have a preview here on Midday after a quick break. I'm Tom Hall. Stay with us. You're listening to Baltimore's NPR News Station, 881 WYPR.